All right, welcome back. Another beautiful week has passed, and the wonderful holiday of getting together around the family table and stuffing your face full of stuffing and bird yum. and potatoes. Yum. yum, yum. Love that <clears throat> stuff. Happy Thanksgiving. Well, past Thanksgiving now, but happy post-Thanksgiving. Well, it's Cyber Maybe. Monday tomorrow, Brock. I was going to say almost Cyber Monday is actually exactly what I was going to say. Let me you let can... me tell you something about food really quick. Okay. I uh, I went food shopping today, and I bought a, a, a thing of apple cider. And uh, I always forget that if you drink too much apple cider in one sitting, you get like a major tummy ache. So I have like a major tummy ache because I just drank a shit ton of apple cider. Because it's so I good. That you... I didn't know that was a thing. I think you might just be a little baby. Um, you might be right. You could. You could I, be I think if you drink too much of that. anything in one sitting, you get a tummy ache easily. Well, you know what? Guess who got a tummy ache? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, apple cider is really good, though. Especially if, like if you like this. This like some like crappy brands that like taste like really bitter. But like if you get a good one, which is not super hard to get, they're 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 solid. Yeah. Do, do you like it hot or cold? I like both equally okay because like i i used to like it hot but then i started getting like this i think it was a keurig cup version and it just tasted so bad now that like if i ever have hot apple cider I, it just reminds me of that and I, I just i can't i can't drink it so i gotta go cold now you've been predisposed yeah so jack how was your thanksgiving tell us about it how uh was your my thanksgiving it was good. Uh, what, what did I do? I went home. Would you like to remind the audience what your favorite Thanksgiving meal is? What your favorite part of the meal is? Uh, it used to be the bread. And I, I got to say the bread was on point this Thanksgiving. Bless up, Grandma. Um, but also the stuffing. That was good. The, I, it's so hard to pick. They're all so good. Like they, they all go so well together. Was yours the cranberry sauce? Was that your favorite? Um, what was what did besides you no 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 besides the turkey my favorite is the mashed potatoes. Oh right okay, how was that at your Thanksgiving? Very great, absolutely. Because remember I told you you had like the little like skins in it and everything. Oh so good. Oh yeah. So who cooks your Thanksgiving? Is it grandma or like a collective effort? Um. So my family, we all used to live like relatively near each other, and then now that my aunts and uncles are all retiring and kind of moving away. It's kind of just slimmed down to a small group of us that still do it. So it used to be um, <clears throat> my mom and her family. So she has a bunch of brothers and sisters. So one of them would host it and they would kind of go in a circle. And then gotcha. now the past few years, since it's just been us and a few, you know, family members that live nearby, we've been hosting it. So my mother has been cooking. Is she a good cook? Yeah, I'd say so. Passable, That's good. very delicious, yeah. very good That's meals. Good. Yeah, my my mom can't, always can't complain. Hard time because she thinks that I give her a hard time on her cooking. She thinks I'm too critical of it. But most of the time, I feel like I'm I'm praising it. But whenever I give her like the smallest bit of criticism, like, oh, maybe you cook this a little too long, she just like loses her shit. 
Um, I but, feel like no, it's not so really a good idea to talk back to your because mother. the food actually sucks. Well, <laughs> you don't have to say it out loud. We know what you're thinking. No, my mom's a good. Speaking cook. of, she, actually, she made, I made a food. She made, oh, wait, hold on. She made a chicken parm this weekend. That's like the one thing that is like, like, be, like that. There, there is no better version of it anywhere. Like the one, the chicken parm she makes is fantastic. We'll but, see about that. I'll challenge her. So speaking yeah. of food, I went to get Chipotle today, and I had a thought to myself. Have you, you know, have you ever been to Chipotle? I actually have not, believe it or not. Okay, so when you go <laughs> in, you can get a bowl, a burrito, tacos, or a burrito bowl. And then okay. you kind of – it's like Subway where you go down the line, you tell them what you want on it. Yeah. And it starts with rice. So you can get brown or white rice. And really, there's no difference. It's the same thing. It's just the – there's literally – you barely can tell a difference. I was thinking to myself today, I know what the difference is. The brown rice is always cooked to perfection and the white rice is never fucking cooked at all. It's always hard <laughs> as rocks. It's like little teeth you chew up. It's yeah. terrible. Maybe it's just I the one a... I go to, but like, I will complain about it. Well, like I, I have a thing where like, I, I don't like brown rice at all. It's always like super hard and chewy, and it's not good. But I will say, I would rather eat a bowl of brown rice than bite into a single grain of white rice that is hard in like the field yeah. of soft ones. Like it just ruins That's... the entire thing. It's yeah, it's it's like oh, what am I biting into the chicken in my burrito? That's crunching. No, it's the fucking rice. Yeah, granted, I probably have a bad um, taste for brown rice, considering the only brown rice I've ever consumed is like the the minute cups of. Uncle Ben's that you just stick in the microwave for 60 <laughs> seconds. So. I guess so. I don't know. Listen, man. You know what I think we should do? What? Say a prayer for Uncle Ben? I think that we should talk about the weather in Hermosillo, Sonora, Mexico. Yeah? Don't 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 cancel me. It what, is what's, currently. What's so special about that place? It is currently 6.52 p.m. In Hermosillo, Hermosillo, excuse me, and it is. I believe, I believe it's Hermosillo X. It, it is the perfect temperature. <laughs> it is seventy-six degrees. That's what I need in my life. I need some good seventy-six degree weather in my life. Uh, your upcoming forecast is for tomorrow morning you're looking at about 70 when you hit the mid-afternoon you're going for 84 degrees big sunny day and then in the evening one percent chance of rain so don't count on it and it's going to drop a little further it's going to go down to 61 by over next night and uh yeah it's going to be pretty dry so you got six mile an hour winds 33 percent humidity 10 miles visibility in case you're flying uh, and it's a waning crescent moon tonight, if you're into that. Could you give me the population of this place? Of Hermosillo? Yeah. Of course. Of course I can. I can definitely do that. I'd love to, I'd love to see how many of, <laughs> how many people live there and how many of them are likely to be our viewers. 
or listener. Eight hundred and twelve thousand two hundred and twenty-nine. Okay, that's not that's not small. So, so fuck maybe you. It's the state capital of Sonora, which is a state in Mexico. Oh, okay. So all right, fuck so that, you. that's a big You're that's an a asshole. big one. Why am I an asshole? Because you you assumed that I wouldn't do my research. Well, listen. I, the thing is, I think it would be better if we pick a place that has some significance to a past episode or some topic that we're going to bring up this episode. Because like one time we did Jakarta, Indonesia, because Indonesia was like one of the answers for the quiz from one of the episodes, right? I or, guess. And then we did Turkey because it was no, Thanksgiving. No, that just that just that so happened. It, we didn't do it on purpose. It just so happened. Yeah. Well, well you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> all like, right. I like All right, weather boy. <laughs> I like that city. You know what? That's a good city. You do you. Okay, weather boy. Anyway. So have you have you been traveling home from your families from Thanksgiving? Um could you say that again? I don't or, think I understood what you just said. Have, have you spent your day traveling home from Thanksgiving? No. Like well, I have. I mean, for me, it's it's less than an hour, so it's not much of a travel. Yeah, for me, it's driving 15 hours. Flying, it's about two hours. But uh, let me tell you, the airport I fly out of is fucking crazy. It's insane. I uh, Have you heard of the app Yik Yak? <laughs> I have. So for those who... Maybe listening that don't know what Yik Yak is. It's a, it's like Twitter, but it's anonymous. And you can only see posts from people in the surrounding, I think, five-mile area that you're in. And like so radius, if right? you were in, yeah, so say if you were in like Los Angeles, you'd only see posts from people in Los Angeles. Or if you were in New York City, you'd only see people from like New York City and like a little bit of New Jersey. So anyway, <clears throat> I'm at my local airport, my local international airport. And uh, <laughs> shit is just wild on Yik Yak at the airport. Like, uh, oh my God. Here's, my, here's my favorite one. I think I sent it to you. And it reads, would you like a blowjob at Terminal C? I'm 46, female married, but we're just going to be friends for a few minutes. In shape. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, there's a lot of really nasty people at airports i've found out today so what's the deal with hooking up at airports like i get that in theory it really is like kind of a cool funky idea for some people but i feel like in practice it's really just gross and dirty because when when i think of cleanly places i don't think of the airport i think you're Most getting into seinfeld territory with this i guess commentary. so i yeah you know what i'm gonna go seinfeld with it when I think of places that I would like to strip naked and, like, be around people that I feel like would be healthy, I would not do it at the airport. True. I, w- I think that would actually be one of the last places I would pick. Yeah, you um, see what I – it just doesn't yeah, Airports make, like, should be all business, but they end up being anything but that. Well, like, this app really opened my eyes. Like, the airport was like it's a It's a melting pot. Like, it's really like a frat house. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Have you seen that one video of like the there's two guys like climbing like down from a balcony in the airport and they 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 like lower themselves onto or like the roof of some restaurant and they just go straight through and an alarm goes off. 
<laughs> like that just summarizes I mean? the entire like airport system in America. It's it's really like international waters. There's just no rules. Like there's I mean, laws. Like you can get in trouble for doing just, like really like basic shit. You can get in trouble for, but like I mean, there's no rules. It's a wild west. You you can't bring like a blade like longer than what like two inches onto a plane or one inch. Yeah. Is it three quarters of an inch? I don't even know. But like the TSA rules are like I, super I, crazy. I don't do it anyway. If I travel with anything sharp, I always pack it in my uh, checked bags, which is fine. You can carry any kind of weapons <laughs> and such. <clears throat> Good to know. But yeah, man. Well, think about it in the sense that when you're at the airport, say if you just got there, you've been there for like, you know, 20 minutes getting through, you know, checking in security and all that. There have been people that have probably been there with flights delayed for like two days, even at chances. You know, even in some cases, there have been people that have literally been awake for 48 hours. It's just like another world. Plus, you're it's, right. It's such a melting pot. There are, it's an airport. There are people from all over the world if you're at, you know, an international airport. Right. It's, I honestly, I would go as far to say as any airport is like the average, like, population of the world because or international airports at least because like mm -hmm. no matter where you're from the the craziness in an airport is almost consistent at any international airport that you go to because it's just a random selection of people just doing their shit i just like that it's one of those things where like you can walk past a guy like stabbing another dude and you just be like ah, just the airport it's just the funny stuff that happens at the airport yeah yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's just, it's really, it's really a lawless land. It's really kind of crazy. Yeah. And now you're going to like this article I found. Speaking of flying things, you're going to appreciate this article. Oh, boy. <clears throat> oh, it's a good one. I don't remember where I saw this. I think it popped up on my uh, Google homepage and I was just reading about it and I was like, this would be really cool to talk about and see. Ready? Yeah. I'm Here's ready. the headline. This Russian village has a life-sized three-headed dragon statue that breathes fire. This Russian villain? Village. <laughs> oh. Uh... You may have been intrigued by the sight of a massive three-headed dragon statue and wondered where it originally came from. Turns out it's part of a Russian theme park filled with sculptures. It also screams significantly and breathes fire. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This thing is huge. It, it's it's seriously incredible to see. There, I'm Russia. looking at pictures of it. Uh, uh, it's 15 meters tall, which is what, 45 feet roughly, give or take a few? How tall is it? About 45 feet tall, 15 meters. Yeah. That's that's massive. And it shoots fire. Can I buy it on eBay? No, it's part of, I mean, hey, man, everything's for sale. Listen, but like, the, I don't know if you're familiar, but there's a giant monkey statue in, like, um, Czechoslovakia with massive golden nuts. And it's, like, freaking... And you own it like the size of a bus and you can buy it for like 300 grand can be can't you can't you rent a country for a night for like thirty thousand dollars can't you rent Liechtenstein 
Am I making I that up? I don't think you can rent Liechtenstein, but maybe like some small island nation. No, I like, swear to that God. That has like a population of 30. I swear to God. Hold on. I know. Lichten, I there's no way you can what... buy Liechtenstein. I didn't say buy. Or, sorry, rent. <laughs> I don't think that's allowed. I or, like, swear to God, you can. You might be able to rent like the biggest building in Liechtenstein no, for a night. No, I swear to God, you can rent this the country of Liechtenstein. All right. Well, if you can find evidence of that, please let me know. But I don't believe you. Hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. <laughs> You're furiously trying rent to the country of Liechtenstein for seventy thousand dollars a night. What? Are you serious? For a cool seventy thousand dollars a night for a minimum of, of two nights, so it's really one hundred forty thousand dollars for two nights. You can hire the tiny country of Liechtenstein, which measures around sixty-one point seven miles and has just about thirty-five thousand inhabitants. According to Airbnb, Liechtenstein can accommodate between 450 and 900 people, has 500 plus bedrooms and 500 plus bathrooms. Is Liechtenstein listed on Airbnb? For $65,000, you can also rent the Austrian village of Altbach in the Tyrolean Alps. It only has 300 plus bedrooms and 300 plus bathrooms, so it represents slightly less value for money than hiring in Liechtenstein. Okay. Airbnb's new offer follows last year's attempt by Snoop Dogg to rent Liechtenstein to shoot a music video. The only reason he was snuffed from it was because his management did not give enough proper timing to Liechtenstein to rent the country. So, eat it. You can rent Liechtenstein for $70,000 a night, minimum two nights. There you go. Boom. All right. I will admit I didn't believe you, but now I do because you just proved me wrong. Um, I want to say that if I had the money to do that, that is definitely something I would do if I was like a bajillionaire. Like, I would just rent countries out of spite. I don't know if you can rent every country. Well, I, mean, I don't well, know. Maybe. I mean, if Liechtenstein can do it, there's got to be some smaller ones. Like, you know you know the country of... Or it might. I think it's technically a country of Sealand. Do you know where that is? Yeah. Yeah. It's like just an it's oil a, derrick. I don't think it's a country. France, I think it's I an think. independent independent kingdom, I think is the right term, maybe? State? Yeah, I, 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 don't I forget know. the actual terminology, but like, it's it's literally just an oil platform, like in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, it's it's not even France. a big oil platform either. It's like a no, really small one. It's just, <laughs> but they they want to claim their independence, so I, I say let them. But I think yeah, you could probably rent them. that place for a night or two or three. Or well, four. I know for like twenty dollars you can become an earl or like a king, like a a duke. Huh. Yeah, and you get a little placard that says Duke of Sealand. Anyway. All right, I mean, I, I might look into getting one of those. So for for $140,000 and $20 extra on top, we're going to become the Dukes of Sealand, who for two nights rented out Liechtenstein. Wow. I, I'm down. Let's do it. That just sounds like a wacky time. Like, what... What oh yeah, there's there's some do wacky the, stuff in this world. Do you um, do the locals like bow to you? You rented their country. Like, where does the money <laughs> I don't go know. to? If where I lived in Liechtenstein and some some big guy rented the entire country, I would literally just keep doing my daily stuff. I would not even like 
um, acknowledge it. I would just like be like, yeah, okay, asshole, rent out the country. But if you keep doing were the stuff. person that rented it, would you not want to be called like King Jack for the well, day? Well, yeah, if I rented it, I would I would demand that every resident of the nation, <laughs> like 9 a.m. roll call, just lined up like North Korea style, praising me in the morning. Did you see North Korea got rid of, uh, they banned leather jackets because Supreme Leader Kim Jong-un did not want uh, anyone to be copying his style. He kind of trademarked the leather jacket, like trench coat look, and he didn't want any of the people living in North Korea to copy him. So I, North Korea I did actually see that. And Wacky. Yeah. <laughs> you I could just imagine a family that's like, please, I need it for warmth. And the guard just like strips it away, throws it in the fire. You think you can rent out North Korea? Uh, no, I don't even think you could rent a bedroom in North Korea for the most part. Or like, I know you can go there as a tourist, but it, like, it's like a bunch of paperwork, I'm sure. Would you go if given the opportunity? No. I think I, I even, would. I mean... I like I'm a bad person to ask because I don't travel that much, but like, I don't know why. Why would you want to go? Just to see what it's like. I mean, it's it's one of those things where you hear about all the time, where it's like, like even just what we were talking about, the country banned leather jackets for everyone except the guy running it. How insane is that? I just want to see that in action and be able to be like, I'm, holy I'm, shit, this is real. I mean, it's insane, but like you can you can already see that through like YouTube documentaries and you not actually risk your life by going there. It's like I feel like half the people no, that go there are like, in the, like end up in the, the news. Experience. They end up in the news and it's like, oh, this person is now trapped in North Korea because like he didn't bow next to a statue or something. Or well, like he as pulled long out as you his do phone all the right things, I guess it so I guess I'll just have to do all the right things. Yeah, read up on all the rules and don't break a single one. Good luck with that. But, you know, I I think I've got some interesting stuff to talk about today. And I'm eager to get into it. I, I have a couple options for you. And I, which one, whichever one you think would be most interesting for right now. Okay. You I ready? Know. Give me the headlines. They're not headlines. They're It's just ideas. All right. So here. Uh, the first one is I, I found this page, like it was, it was a thread on Reddit Ready. that I found like a, a couple weeks ago, and I, I saved it because I thought it would be a really good thing to read through on the podcast. And basically, it's like um, the, the, the title of the post was like, um, what are some events in history that actually happened that would be too weird uh, to like put in a nonfiction book or uh, movie because people would think it's fake. So there's just like a ton of really crazy historical so events. Just, just silly history things. Yeah, yeah, basically. And okay. I thought that was really cool. Uh, another one is like the Mandela effect, like a bunch of... Um, See, I like those. I'm like, a huge fan of the Mandela effect, especially uh -huh. the quizzes that are like, do you remember it this way or that way? Well, how about that? How about we do both? Okay, sounds good. Start with the Mandela one. That's what I'm interested in. First. All right, let's go Mandela first. So, I've got a website pulled up here. Okay, uh, quiz 40 me. Mandela Effect Examples. Uh, and I, I'm <coughs> go going to basically go me. through, and I'm going to try and... I'm going to ask you which one's real. I don't know if the website okay. actually tells us which one's real, but I, I assume it does. Yeah. Or I assume I know what's real. can't just leave but, it in the dark. Yeah. All right. So, first one. Did Nelson Mandela die in 2013 or 1980? Uh, 2013. 
Yeah, but like that's that's basically the the whole reason it's called the Mandela effect is because people distinctly remember him dying in prison in the 1980s when he actually <laughs> think, died in 2013. I think I remember reading about that, and it was because when he was in prison, like a big general in South Africa that didn't like him told the public that he did die so that they would be like, stop talking about this man, get him off the public eye. And then he was like, I'm still alive, idiot. And then uh, he won the Nobel Peace Prize. Peace Prize, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's he won pretty, a lot pretty, of prizes. Pretty he's a really great, great dude. guy. I just yeah. think it's really funny that he, like, like if people say Mandela, I feel like there's a good amount of people that would think of the Mandela effect, which has nothing to do with him at all, really, before, like, the, the things he did for, like, apartheid in <laughs> Africa or whatever. Hmm. All right, go on. Uh, John. But anyway, go so number two, uh, people. All right, so I mean, yeah, I feel like I'm just gonna. Then it's not really gonna be a quiz because it's kind of obvious which one's real for most of them. But you can tell me if you think I'm wrong. Uh, people okay. say that uh, it was Jiffy and not Jiff for peanut butter. Uh, they 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 say it used to be like back in the day it used to be called Jiffy. Uh, I was gonna say I only ever remember it being Jiff J I F. Uh, and what it says is pe- people think that they're confusing it with the the other brand uh, Skippy, uh, and like kind of see that would make it. sense. But like, I feel like that's what a lot of Mandela effects are are just people right. It's just a misremembering a mix stuff. of things. Yeah, but like I I wouldn't be surprised. Like Jiffy peanut butter sounds like it would be real, so I understand that. Uh, the yeah, next I one, guess so. The next one is Looney Tunes. So people. Uh, See, I sure. know about this one. Okay, so this it's either one. is it tunes with two O's or tunes with a U? So it's tunes with a U because it's based off of Merry Melodies, which is musical. So tunes, as in like a tune, instead of the double O, which is yeah. A that one, that one tripped me up because I was that doesn't make any sense, right? Like it has to be tunes because it's <clears throat> cartoons, but it's not. It's actually the yeah. U. That's what gets a lot of people. That one's like that one's like the trick question in here. That's crazy. Yep. Uh, the next one is the the Berenstein Bears. That's another classic one. Um, so it's is what it Berenstein with an E or Berenstein with an A? It, is it not Berenstein? It no, it's Berenstein with an A. You're it's joking. Berenstein. No, I'm not. I'm not joking. It's A. Hold on. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Hold on. No, it's A. I mean, you could get images of the other one because... Of Hold on a minute. What? Oh, that's actually it's just, screwing me up. I mean, that's just because... Wow. I, I think that's just because every name... Like, there's a lot of names that end with Stein. Not not a lot of names end with Stein. Yeah, I've never heard of such a name. I like how when I looked up images of Bearstein, Bearstein, Bears covers, uh, the first one that comes up is The Bearstein Bears Learn About Heaven. <laughs> I used to watch, and that I don't, though. I don't know what's in, you know. It was a book. Too. That... Was it a book before a show? I think. Yeah, I remember. I never actually watched the show. Maybe I always it was. All the books. It was a show, right? I'm not going crazy. I think so. I believe it was. I remember. I always watched the books. Yeah, I think it was. You a show. watched the books. Yeah, I did watch the books. I didn't read them. I was in preschool I guess and kindergarten. True, right? I didn't They're... know how to read. Ding yeah. dong. <laughs> My teacher read to me. All right. All right well, the on. next, the next ones. Uh, did Curious George have a tail? Um, this is also another good one, but it goes with people assuming reality versus it's a cartoon. No, he did not have a tail. 
No, he didn't. It's a, monkeys though, usually have tails, but you know, Furious George doesn't, and that makes people think he did, even though he did, he doesn't have one. Because uh, Curious George is actually just a boy in a fursuit. That's a true story. What? I mean, I mean, I don't know what other reason there would be that he doesn't have a tail. Like, did his growth get stunted? Did like, a hunter chop it off when they captured him from, like? Yeah, the man Brazil. in the big yellow hat cut off his tail. Yeah. He like he, if you if you like take away like all the like layers of like kid friendliness, the original story was probably just like the man in the yellow hat was some like like British explorer who just like captured like rare animals and shipped them across the country. I was gonna like say, that. do you think he wears a uh, a yellow costume because he knows that if he doesn't, Curious George will go ape because he won't think he's a banana. Maybe, maybe it's yeah. Maybe that's it. He he he'll like go crazy if he's he does not wearing the yellow. Like attack him. There's a lot of crazy monkeys out there. Like like chimpanzees are, can get like nasty. Give me but, your best chimp sound. Uh, I'm not gonna do that because <laughs> while while this room is relatively soundproof, it is not a hundred percent soundproof, and people will look in at me through the glass. So <laughs> anyway. I, I guess that's kind of a lot like monkeys may feel because they're in glass enclosures. Entrapped in the glass. So maybe you should do it. And an ode to our monkey brother. Ooh, ooh, ah, Curious ah. George. Yeah. Classic. I, I am pretty good at it, though. Maybe another day. Uh, next one. Sex sex in the city or sex and the city. Which one is it? It's... Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> Is it sex and the city? It is, even though I think most people would definitely say it's in the city. Yeah, that really... See, now, my mother, she went to a book signing by the woman who wrote the book, Sex in the City. And I was trying to envision in my head, because she has it on our um, bookshelf, the book itself, like, facing outward, so you can see the author's signature. I was trying to envision whether it said in or and, and I really couldn't do it. I was completely at a guess. Yeah. All right, next is, next is Febreze. Does it have – well, I get – it's in the middle because there's two, there's an E in the beginning and an E at the end. But in the middle, is there one E or two? F-E-R-B-R-E-E-Z-E. Do you say two? Yes. No, that wrong. sounds like too many. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It seems well, the like thing too is, many like, E's. People think it's has two E's because it's Breeze, breeze. right? Because like Breeze is a word. But no, it's it's for Breeze with one E in I the think middle with a total of four. I remember, I remember my cousin, he always jokingly called it Febrez because it isn't Febreze. It's Febrez. So maybe I should have thought of that. Is it that actually Febrez? It might be. That, that no, no, sense. I'm sure it's pronounced Febreze, but he always called it Febrez because I remember <laughs> one day he pointed it out to me that it doesn't have two E's. It would be pronounced Febrez. Okay. <clears throat> but it is apparently pronounced Febreze. Is it so? We're we're going to hot dogs now. Oof. Is it Oscar Mayer or Oscar Meyer, it's with an A or an E? It's an E. So M E Y E R or M A Y. Yeah, it's M E. No. It's Is it's it M A. It's M A Y E R. 
Oscar Mayer or Meyer. I don't know what, how you pronounce it, but it's A. It's pronounced Oscar Mayer, but I feel like I remember it having an E. Yeah, because that's, that's why. You, Maybe because the E would the, be phonetically the, correct. Right, yeah. Because I'm pretty sure Meyer is a word, right? Or something. I, I don't yeah. know. But. Well, yeah. All right, next okay. one is Skechers. Is it Skechers with uh, a T or just a CH? I think it's just a CH. It is just a CH. And this is, My, are you noticing a trend here? Like, you, you see a real word in the name, but the brand does not spell it like the real word. So people think yeah, fuck you it should for be spelled Brez. differently. Yeah, for Brez. What the fuck? But yeah, Skechers does not have a T, so it's not like the word Sketch. Next one. Got it. Fruit Loops. Okay, here we go. I know this one, I think. Is it Fruit U-I-T or Fruit O-O-T? I think it's O-O-T, but I don't yeah. remember why. Well, this one's easy because, like, the, the logo on the box has loops with two of the like little cereal pieces and fruit with two of the cereal pieces. That's the only reason why okay. they did it like that. But okay. Yeah. Next one. Uh... <laughs> what the? F I don't understand this one at all. It's King Henry the eighth's like a portrait of him has him holding a. Oh, leg, I know about this but one. But it's not yeah. real. Um, there's a portrait, a very famous portrait of him where he's holding a scepter but for whatever reason, since he was such a big, fat, gluttonous king, a lot of people in their minds just for some reason assume that it's him holding a turkey leg. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Which is pretty funny to think about. Like, yeah. imagine you were King Henry the Eighth, and you were like, I want my royal portrait painted. And <laughs> your, port your painter paints a fucking turkey leg in your hand because you're a big, fat asshole. <laughs> Uh, you'd, you'd be going straight to the guillotine for that one, I think. I mean, he did kill seven out of his eight wives. <laughs> That's terrifying. Anyway. He, um, he's a bad dude. The Monopoly Man. Dead. Monocle no. or no monocle? No monocle. Nope, he does not have one. I know. And you know why the confusion is there? Because he's old and he can't no. see. No, I mean, that's that's not that's not... And he's not like entirely real. invalid, but it's because of the similarities he shares with the mascot, Mr. Peanut, who does have a monocle. Huh. I mean, I he has a top hat, he has way. the suit, he has the cane. Actually, I don't know if the Monopoly guy he's has a, a cane. He's a big fucking corporate asshole. Yeah, exactly. Next one, uh, Pika I believe Pikachu. Mr. Peanut. Yeah. Pikachu. Um, what about Does him? he have black on the tail or no? This like is a the, good one. the tip of the tail. No, yeah, I know what you mean. I don't think he does. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. Ha he That's has that on one. his ears. On his ears, he does. Not yeah. On so the tail. in my mind's eye, when I was imagining Pikachu, Pikachu had the black on its tail. But then I realized that it's on his ears, and I feel like I remember somebody explaining that to me. So I said no. Hmm. Made a good choice. Good choice. All right, Kit Kat. Hyphen or no hyphen? No hyphen because aren't they on top of each other? What do you mean? Uh, like the is the logo kit on top of cat? No, yeah. it's not. Um, no hyphen. There is none. It's it's a horizontal logo. It's Kit Kat. No hyphen. Your mom's a Kit Kat. Wow, you got me good. All right, next one. Fruit of the Loom. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Did it have a cornucopia behind the fruit or never? Um, I don't think it ever did. No, it did not. Why would there it? There was never. It's just kind of silly. Kind of kind of dumb for people little, to think little, that it would have. A little silly. Yeah. All right. Cheese it or cheese its. Cheese it singular. It is singular. I, I heard the guy's voice in my head talking about the cheese it grooves commercial. Cheese it grooves. <laughs> And I was like, does he say cheese it or cheese its grooves? Well, and like, I, I feel like if, even if it right. was cheese its in that commercial, he probably would say cheese it grooves, not cheese its grooves. It kind of wouldn't make sense. Goldfish doesn't have that problem because it's just, it's the same singular and plural. So they're, <laughs> they're kind of smart for going with that. Anyway, next one Double Stuff Oreo. Does it have one F or two Fs? I think it's only one. Because I remember it's, it on, it's only silly. one. Yep. Again, oh, real word, two word. Fs. Yeah, they went for one. All right, Mona silly. Lisa is the next one. Uh, people that people claim that she used to have a more obvious smile than she does in the actual painting. I suppose. I have heard about this one, and I never got behind it because I was always kind of weirded out by her face because she isn't smiling, but she has very. Um, I think so. I remember actually reading about this, and it's because. The shape of her eyes are the uh, soft features that you make when you smile around your eyes, but she's not smiling, so that's why she's kind of iffy to look at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. All right, next one. C-3PO. So people are saying, is he all gold or does he have a silver part of his leg? Like one of his, like from his So here's, here's my story about this. I thought that he was all gold in episode four and then um, in episode five when he gets torn apart and he's riding Chewbacca's back after that is when he gets the silver leg. But watching it back now, he always had the silver leg. Yeah, I, that's what I would say too is I remember I thought he was like full, uh, fully golden and then he got like injured in some fight where he lost like an arm and a leg and then he get, he got those parts replaced and they look different mm-hmm, the rest, mm-hmm. of, the rest well, of his existence but in like, the in the new movies his arm is red because he's part of the resistance and then don't forget in episode 1 we see 3PO C3PO for like a brief moment when Anakin um is showing like Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan his home and it's him without any gold. It's just like his basic wiring and components. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Next one. Funky. The Flintstones. Does it have... Uh-huh. Okay. So is it the Flintstones or is it Flintstones? Is it not Flint as in a flint stone? It, it, it is. It, it has two Ts. It's Flintstones. But people just say Flintstones because it's easier to say. I think it rolls off the tongue. But you know, yeah, it, it, this one, this one is actually Flint. It is the word Flint. So yeah, because they're they're little cave bands. Right. It makes sense like that. Yeah. Cave dwelling uh, boys. Next one. Do you recall someone telling you that chartreuse is a magenta or pink color, or is it a shade of green? Which I one thought is it? it was blue. <laughs> You thought it was, you thought chartreuse was blue? I thought it was wow. like kind of a 
almost purpley blue. Well, don't you look like a dumbass? I do look like a dumbass. It's a shade of green. I'm, I'm going to guess it's green since my thought was closer to the purple. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, oh, Forrest Gump. Uh, mm-hmm. So life is like a box of chocolates, right? You know the quote. I do. That's not what he's. That's not the quote. You just got fooled. No, I know the quote. I know the real quote. What's the real quote? Mama always said life was like a box of chocolates. Yeah, it you is. Never it's know what like, you're it's going life. Get. Life was like a box of chocolates. Yeah, it's past tense. All right, next. <sighs> Some people. Uh, it's another line from a movie: "Mirror, mirror on the wall" from Snow White. That's that was never said. Magic you know mirror it, on the wall. It is. It's a magic mirror on the wall. See, I know my silly, stupid trivia like I this, think, and I still I can't get I a girlfriend. I don't know if this is wrong, but I think mirror, mirror on the wall is what they said in Shrek. Yeah, um, I th- I feel like it's been said enough times in a lot of different parodies that you can say it's. But if you're if you're saying what's the real thing, it's magic mirror on the wall. Yeah. Okay, another Star Wars one. Luke, I am your father. He he doesn't say that. He just says, "I am your father." Um, actually, he says, "No, Luke, comma, I am your father." <sighs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, this one is, uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh-huh. Uh, Gandalf says, "Run, you fools." But he do- he doesn't actually. No, say he that. doesn't. He says, "Fly, you fools!" I believe, right? Man, you're pretty. You're pretty spot on with the movie references. You big movie. Yeah, you guy. know what's funny? I've never seen Lord of the Rings. I think I just know that line. Well, okay, it's kind of odd, but I'll, all right, fly, well. you fools! <laughs> yeah, man. Like I said, I'm pretty fucking nerdy. I just know a lot of different stupid oh, facts. Well, just wait. Just wait till we get to the next part of the. Oh, am I gonna look like an idiot? No, no, it's 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 just it's fascinating history. All right, go like, on. All right, anyway, uh, hello, Clarice. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, hold on, Hannibal Lecter. It, it is Hannibal Lecter. Is that a movie? Um, I, is that like a real person? I I can't remember. Uh, it was from Silence of the Lambs. Oh, I never watched that. Um, he never said hello, Clarice. Clarice, right? What did he say? You don't know. Good morning. He did. He, that's yeah. You're right. He just yeah. said good morning. That was it. Holy shit! You're like four for four. Because I can see that scene in my mind with the camera panning over, and he's just staying there. And he's like, "Good morning." Do you have like like a good like photo memory kind of thing? See, that's you, the you worst were, part. You were, I was saying that about the uh, the the book Sex in the City earlier, right? I have a great photographic memory when it comes to completely useless stuff. I can't I can't pass a class in college to save my life, but like man, I could tell you the dumbest shit about the dumbest <laughs> shit. Nice. All right. Uh, Queen is the next one. Uh yeah. so people think that Freddie Mercury belts out of the world at the end of We Are the Champions. He Champion. does not. He doesn't. He doesn't do that, and I hate when people do that. I thought, I, I, this one fucks me up because I can I swear that at least one version of the song has that. Um, like I, I've said that. You are correct, actually. Okay. The version at Live Aid, I think, he he says it at the end. Maybe not oh, Live is that, Aid. Is that the one that they do in the movie 
about him? Yes. Is it, yeah, okay. Yes, so technically you are correct. He does he does belt out one last of the world at the end of that. But in the original recording, it's just, we are the champions, we are the champions, no time for losing because we are the champions. And then it just fades into Got it. whatever else. Um, All right, next. Yeah. Mr. Rogers, uh, his theme song, people think it's it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Um, but it's actually, it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Can you continue the song? No, I've never watched an episode of this in my life, and I did not watch it's the movie either. It's a beautiful either. day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighborhood. Won't you be mine? Can't you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Don't sue me, I'm Mr. Pretty Rogers. I'm pretty he sure probably would He seems like... The only I time I dead. ever heard that was on the SNL skit with Eddie Murphy playing like a like a hood version of the Mr. Rogers <laughs> character and it was it was really funny. Like that was like that's like a top 5 SNL skit. I really wanted to see that uh, Mr. Rogers movie but I never got around to it and I'm pretty sad about it. So hopefully it comes out on some sort of uh streaming app so I can watch yeah. it. All right, this next one is just freaking stupid. Number right, of ahead. US states the correct answer is okay. 50. Okay. I let me tell you, I know multiple people that will argue and say 51 or 52. I know well, what, can they name them because people. clearly they can't. A lot of people think that um, Puerto Rico and Guam are states. Not yet. Even even though they are There's been many efforts to make them states, but it's not actually passed in any regard. I think what we should do is conglomerate north and south dakota together oh my god Brock, and, you you are actually reading my mind there was a third option i didn't read and you're literally doing it i was gonna say we should reorganize the united states well so here's what we should do north and south dakota become just dakota right and then montana yeah. and idaho they just form together and make a nice neat little rectangle instead of that bullshit shape that idaho is and then okay. puerto rico and, and samoa can become uh, states and it will still be at fifty. All right, it just work work too perfectly. While, while we're on the topic, I'll I'll give you, I'll give you some hot takes for my like how I would reorganize some parts of the U.S. First off, Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut. You are now one state. You are called New England, and that is that. There's too much small <laughs> shit going on. That's not here. a bad idea. You're, like you're all idea. similar enough. I just do it. All right. Yeah, I next, like that idea. Next, Utah, Colorado, Arizona, New Mexico. It's a giant square. Make it one state. Call Make it, it a giant call square. It, call it four corners. It, it makes sense. It sticks to the original. It's cool. That's that. Um, and yeah, any of this north, north, south, west, like West Virginia and Virginia, just be Virginia. North, South Dakota, just be Dakota. South, North Carolina, well, just be Carolina. West Virginia and Virginia are because of the Civil War. Well, I know. North and South but like, Dakota are it, just it's been it's been petty. like a hundred years. You know, just fucking get over it already. It's been a lot more than a hundred years. Yeah, but it's been enough time, don't you think? Just like make up already. I don't know, man. I don't live there. Maybe they're still beefing. To, to quote still... Mike Tyson, now Kith. Now Kith. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. What's the next one? Yeah. Um, next, Mandela. Sinbad. All right. Um, yeah, he was in, they, they not see in this, a movie. Yeah, people think he was in a movie called Shazam. But he it wasn't. was actually Shaquille O'Neal. Fun fact: that movie is on uh, Disney Plus. 
Cool. Smokey the Bear. Oh, wait. Okay, hold on. I, I already fucked it up. His name is Smokey Bear. It's not Smokey the Bear. That's the confusion. Wait, really? Yeah, it's Smokey Bear. Which really? I, I, I can believe that one. That makes sense. I No, I can believe it, but... Hold on. Hold a phone. Hold a f- You're completely correct. Wow. Huh. Only you can prevent forest fires. Only you can prevent forest fires. Wow, I don't like that knowledge. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know if this is a joke. I don't think... No, it's, it's literally... This isn't even a joke. This is actually what happened. I clicked next... And the next one for the Mandela Effect is the Tank Man from Tiananmen Square. And the the YouTube video that was linked is unavailable <laughs> because it was taken <laughs> well, down. Well, I mean, you know, it never happened. True, I, I, it never happened. So I don't even know what the confusion is. Um, but it says, some people say that the unidentified man was run over and killed. <laughs> but other videos show him moving away from the scene. Hmm. I think, I think this is arrested. less of a Mandela Effect than it is, like, you know, media manipulation from the communist. Yeah, party, yeah. But you know, it's definitely. Uh, I I, be- I I guess you can't quote me on it because you know there's probably a thousand different videos that say a thousand different things. I think that he was arrested. I think they just the police ran Brock, up and arrested Brock, him. I, Brock, let's let's just move on before we get killed later okay. on. Okay. Okay. Sorry. All right. Neil Armstrong's death. A lot of people think that uh, they they. He didn't die. Many people just, I guess, forgot that he died in 2012. People think he's still alive. Wait, Neil Armstrong's not... What? Yeah, he's dead. No, you're, you're beefing me. He's dead. He died August 2012. Honestly, oh my, I, I oh thought, my he, was, he, I thought he was still on the moon, so you're doing better than I am. <laughs> um, huh. Maybe because... Buzz Aldrin's still alive. Yeah. I, I love when that he, he punched that flat earther in the face. That was pretty funny. That was funny. That's a good video. Uh, yeah, maybe. I, okay. Yeah, that that surprises me. All right. Uh, Billy Graham's death. Uh, people can't place when he died. Uh, on Well, it, apparently his funeral aired on TV, but people don't remember it. He died in February 2018. I don't know who this is. Do you know who that is? Uh, Billy Graham? Yeah, he was a big, like, preacher. Oh, okay. He, he, like, preached to, like, stadiums of people. Like Joel Osteen? I don't know who that is. He's the mega church guy that, like, didn't let a bunch of people in his church when there was a flood. He can, like, call his church and get, like, like a hotline to, like, say prayers and stuff. I'm no, I don't know who Billy- that is. I think Billy Graham was like a, a cool kind of guy. He literally he would just like fill stadiums of people and preach. He was a, a Baptist like a, minister. Like so. a okay, yeah, religious then. All right, next we only got like five more. Mother Teresa's okay. canonization. Uh, people think that like she was canonized as a saint, which the I real don't know event happened was. in 2016. Uh, but people thought she did, had it done in like 1990. And she, well, she wasn't even alive in 2016, so... You can't be canonized while you're still alive, I believe. I think you have to be dead to be canonized. Oh, right, okay, save, yeah. Save for, I think, a few very, very extreme exceptions, them being, I think, a few of the 
disciples of Jesus were canonized while they were alive. That could be also wrong, but I think you have to be dead to be canonized. What is is canonization just like a like a title? Like what does it, that mean? Yeah, it give it gives you sainthood. Oh, all right. Yeah. So, she, all right. So people thought that happened in the 1990s, but she was still alive. It actually happened in 2016 when she was dead. That yeah. I I, right. I am like 98 percent sure you have to be dead to be canonized. Yeah, I think I remember right. that. All right, Space Shuttle Challenger explosion. Though the tragic incident took place in January of 1986, a lot of people thought it happened in 84 or 85. I mean, that's not like a huge difference. I don't even know why it's on that list, but it's like a two-year difference. Pe- well, no, that would I don't yeah I don't see why that'd be on the list. That would be like, you know, if you asked like your parents right now and be like, hey, when did the Space Shuttle Challenger explode? They'd be like, oh, like 85, 86, something like that. That's not yeah. really a Mandela effect. It's just like that's a, just like remember. a small error margin for like asking somebody when something happened. Yeah. Anyway, it's just a historical thing. Uh, Lindbergh baby. When Charles Lindbergh's <laughs> infant son was kidnapped, the entire world focused on the on the story. Many remember the case going cold, but they actually found the body and sentenced the killer to death for the crime. Yeah. I. Okay. Did you go yeah, I believe and, that. Did you know um, about this case? I no, of course I know the case. I think I remember actually hearing that it did get solved. Well, not solved, but well, yeah, I guess solved. Um, yeah, yeah but I think I think it was because Charles Lindbergh was such a huge celebrity at the time that people were just like, "Holy shit, I can't believe this happened!" And then they were like, "Oh, we got the guy," and they're like, "Can't believe the baby's gone." <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Patrick Swayze's health. Uh, <laughs> the actor died after being diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, but people remember that he, he recovered even though he didn't. No, I don't think he did. I think he keeled over. That's that's a little sad, but okay. Sorry, Patrick uh, Swayze. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio's first okay. Oscar is the next one. Uh, he took home oh. his first Oscar for Best Actor in 2016. Even in though The Revenant. Many, uh, you might be right. Uh, even though a lot of people argue right. he scored one much earlier, it's easy to get it confused because he was nominated like five times before, though. So I guess that makes well, sense. Well, that was a huge thing because, like, he was nominated a lot and he's just such a great actor that I think people just assumed. But oh, I remember yeah. he, that he being has... huge news that when he finally got his award. He just, he, like, if you look up actor on, like, Wikipedia, he should be the face that comes up. He just looks like an actor, you know? Like, his face also, is Also, he's just, just so really iconic. handsome. He's also been acting since he was, like, 14. Yeah. Maybe even younger. All right, the last he's one just... is... Wait, what were you saying? Sorry. I was going to say, he's just, like, a lifelong actor, so maybe that's why people assume. No, nah, that makes sense, yeah. All right, the last one is the location of Disney World Castle. All right. What do you mean, the location? Uh, so if you've been to Magic Kingdom, do you remember where it was? Uh, some, uh, even a local Orlando resident said they remember it being the entrance to the park. No. But it is what? definitely not. That's it just stupid. most definitely even is I know not. That. You, you literally walk down Main Street towards the castle. You don't just walk through the castle. That's crazy yeah. sauce. Yeah. Ma- imagine putting like the freaking like ticket booths in the castle gate. Like that would be dumb as shit. I mean, it make that would be fine, but like everybody knows Disney. Everybody knows that you yeah, walk I've down only and been there look like at the once, castle. I think, or maybe twice. I think it was. I don't know. I might have been like a baby, but like, yeah, I, I don't. I, I I even know that. Like, damn. 
Yeah, come on. Everybody knows that. That's just silly. People are dumb. All right, well, yeah, that's... dumb people. Stop bringing your kids to Disney when they are too young to even walk. Don't bring your stupid kid in a stroller. You're just wasting space for all of us, and it's too noisy. Yeah, like, honestly, I'm kind of pissed that, like, my family brought me to Disney, like, twice, and, like, I don't remember. I remember maybe, like, eating a waffle at, like, mm-hmm. one of the freaking restaurants and, like, seeing a lizard by the pool at, like, one of the freaking, like, water slide areas. And that that's it. That's all I remember. I don't remember anything I got, else. I got really lucky because my father took me to Disney for the first time in my life when I was 16 or 17. So that, one, I could even fucking remember it. And, two, I was old enough to keep up with him, you know, walking around all day. He didn't have to carry me like I was a toddler. Yeah. I, honestly, well, I don't know about you because you you went, so you can tell me this for for real. But like, I mm. I feel like now that I'm I'm old enough to know what Disney World is actually like, I don't want to go. I wouldn't want to go. It's um, just like it's just like a bunch crowds of people in hot weather, like just fucking like screaming and kids crying and like just everything's like disgusting and I don't know. See, I like would it. go back. If I didn't have to go with a full family, if I just went like, for example, with just me and my dad, we we also got really lucky with like the timing and everything. Um, like every ride we wanted to go on, we literally got on. I think the longest wait we had was for Thunder Mountain Railroad, Big Thunder. And I think that wait was like a half an hour. Like we just got really lucky. And for the lines like at, you know, the Haunted Mansion or Pirates of the Caribbean that are like big name rides, we were just like, fuck it. Let's just go in the single rider line and we'll just meet after the ride. We both get to go on the ride and we both wait five minutes instead of, you know, four hours at the end of the line together. That's actually really smart. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like it's it's not like, you know, because I was 17 at the time. It's not like I was a, you know, eight year old kid that you had to hold my hand and keep an eye. have to go with their parents for the most part. Yeah, exactly. And even in some occasions, um, we would do the single rider line, him like standing right next behind me. And it would be like a husband and a wife or like a boyfriend and a girlfriend get on. And it's like a four seater ride. And him and I would just get on together anyways. Yeah. So it all just worked out. I really loved Disney. That was a cool experience. It is very hot and very crowded and very loud and... um. People that are really, really into Disney, especially if you're older than, oh, I don't know, fucking four years old, really freak me out a lot. And it's definitely a fucking cash grab, the whole experience. But I really enjoyed it, and I wouldn't mind going back again. All right. I mean, I've, I've had a – like one of my childhood friends like lived down the street from me. His family would go to Disney every year pretty much. Yeah. It might have been every other year, but out. it felt like every year. And like it's this this it's just three boys and the mom and the dad, and like even though they like they you know it was like one was in like high school and like one was in middle school one was in elementary school pretty much like it didn't mm-hmm. matter how old they were they just kept going and I I honestly feel like they probably still go because they're kind of like a little wacky they probably do they probably have those lifetime passes I oh, uh, yeah, I have I some good friends that their cousin and uncle who whom just passed away earlier this year they lived in orlando and uh literally so the uncle actually worked for disney he was an imagineer i think he was an imagineer he might have just been uh, working in the offices or whatever 
it's like just the people that build the park. Oh. It's just another word for the engineers. Um, but they would get like free or discounted by like $8,000 tickets for like the whole family. And they go, there was one year where they wanted to go to every Disney park by the end of the year. And I was like, listen, I get it. It's like the most magical place on earth. I get it. Epcot's cool. Disney's cool. How many times can you go to Disney? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's cool the first or second time. After, like, the fifth time going every year, you know, how great can it be? Mm -hmm. Save your money. Do something worthwhile. Go to a museum. Go donate your time to charity. Go to a soup kitchen. (laughs) Yeah, I'd like to see see Bill Gates and fucking Jeff Bezos in a soup kitchen. I mean, they, 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 like, I saw that, like, Warren Buffett and, uh, Bill Gates like went to Dairy Queen and like worked a shift at Dairy Queen. Which it's just PR. Like they're not actually working there. <laughs> no, of course not. It's like it's like undercover boss. It's not real. It's not real. Undercover boss isn't real. What? Nothing is real. Oh my god. No, don't say it. <laughs> at least at least you got Santa Claus to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So you want to you want to dip into the uh, the the crazy history stuff? I would like to dip a toe into the crazy history by starting off with giving you one of my favorite historical facts. All right, you maybe we'll see it here. You might. It's pretty. It's a pretty. I don't know if it's well known, but it's a pretty like, huh, kind of fun fact. Yeah. Um. So, are you aware of the famous Confederate general, General Stonewall Jackson? Yes, I am. He he was killed by friendly fire, and um, he was shot in the arm. And of course, at that time, you know, the big thing was like, oh, if you were shot in the arm or leg, you gotta amputate it. Mm-hmm. And then he eventually died from the amputation wound. His arm is buried miles apart from his the rest of his body his they buried his arm in the battlefield and they buried his body at his i think his estate but it's like states away how do they know that they isn't that kind of strange i know it's still there i mean it's Can it's a marked it? yeah it's it's a marked grave i mean it's his arm but that's the only thing down there it's just his arm i want to see the bone show me the arm <laughs> but yeah that's isn't actually, that kind of strange that is that is awesome i like that there you go. All right. Slap me with some. All right. I'm Let's going in order of most upvoted on, on the Reddit. Um, offer me here. Offer me some. Uh, pose it as like a kind of question. I'll see if I can like finish it or answer it. You know what I mean? Um, I way. don't know if I can do that for you. It, it's easier if I just read it, I think. But like I All can right. kind of I, I think you'll I think you'll be able to catch on to some of these. I, I, you, I don't know. For the audience, I feel like you know a lot about history. Compared to Should I people. just butt in? Yeah, I, well, if, if you I if it. you know what I'm talking about, you feel free. Um, unless you just okay. want me to finish it and then comment after. Because um, we'll usually when you talk over people on a podcast, it doesn't sound the best, which I, I am guilty of a little bit. Uh, something to work on. But anyway, first one. Okay. Uh, the marathon at the 1904 Olympics in St. Louis. Are you familiar with this event? I maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, here we go. So the first place finisher did most of the race in a car. 
in in the marathon, you know, the one you're supposed okay, to that's, run. That's pretty he funny. Had, he had intended to drop out and got a car back to the stadium to get his change of clothes and just kind of started jogging when he heard the fanfare. So he what ended up asshole. winning. Yeah. Jerk. It does not stop there, though. The second place finisher was carried across the finish line, legs technically twitching by his trainers. They had been refusing him water and giving him a mixture of brandy and rat poison for the entire race. <laughs> what, is, what is going on? Doping wasn't illegal yet, and this was a terrible attempt at it, so he got that's the gold. That's not doping, that's murder. <laughs> he got the gold medal when it was revealed that the first guy had driven like 90% of the but race. But why wouldn't the trainer get the gold medal? <laughs> the fucking trainer was the one that carried him. The third finisher was completely uh, unremarkable. He just finished the race. He the just, fourth yeah, finisher, he just, however... He just ran the race legally. Yeah, he, he, he was just doing the right thing. He did what yeah. people are supposed to be doing. The fourth yeah. finisher was a Cuban mailman who had raised the funds to attend the Olympics by running nonstop around his entire country. He landed in New Orleans and promptly lost all of the traveling money on a riverboat casino. He ran the race in dress shoes and long trousers, cut off at the knee by a fellow competitor with a knife. He probably would have come in first, well, second, behind the car, had it not been for the hour nap he took on the side of the track after eating rotten apples on, on the side of the what race. What the fuck is going on at the race? <laughs> what is happening? I think this is where they came I've up with never, the idea for Mario Kart. I have never heard of this race, and I am so happy I did, because this is wild. All right. Ninth and twelfth finishers were from South Africa and ran barefoot. South Africa didn't actually send a delegation. These students, who just happened to be in town, and thought it sounded fun, uh, they were just students. Uh, ninth was chased. The, the ninth place finisher was chased a mile off course by angry dogs. Uh, these were the first African Americans to compete in any modern Olympic event. Fun fact: uh, half the participants had never raced competitively before. Some died. <laughs> Some, you kind of just threw that in really nonchalant. Some died. Yep. St. Louis only had one water stop the entire run. This, coupled with the dusty road and exacerbated by cars kicking up dust, led to the above fatalities, and yet somehow rat poison guys survived to get the gold. Good for him. The run- fucking <laughs> Right. Good for him, man. I honestly, I I don't think I could do that like with like t- like steroids, let alone like. I poison. seriously couldn't have made up a funnier story. No, I I, I think the it's even funnier because you know it's real. Like these are real things that happen. It's that, no, it's funnier because it just keeps going. It's like oh haha, the guy in first place finished because he was in a car. Oh, oh yeah, the no. second place guy finished because he was drugged with a rat poison. The third and fourth place guys got. He was a mailman that fell asleep at the race after eating rotten apples. Right. It's just it's and, because funny. yeah, it's weird because all this stuff happened in the same race. Yeah, in the and many people died. Yeah. It also there's also one little part after all that. It says the Russian delegation for the Olympics arrived a week late because they were still using the Julian. They calendar. were on the wrong calendar. I knew about that in 1904. That. <laughs> that's really funny. Oh, that's. That is just top-notch hilarious. Yes, apparently they didn't change that calendar until after the revolution. Yep, that's uh, true. 
and it's called the it's it's the October Revolution, but it happened in November. But they, it's because it's October because on the, of old the calendar. Yep, yep, that's true. Uh, Did you ever hear about? I think he was either Polish or Russian. The doctor who was going to set the world record to do the fastest heart surgery in the world he ended up. He ended up um, cutting off two of his assistant's fingers, killing the patient killing his assistant from blood loss and a third assistant ended up passing out and having a heart attack and dying and it's the only known surgical procedure with a 300% mortality rate wow that's that's awesome i think i actually might have heard of that but that is just so funny that is that is crazy um but yeah i'm, I'm just going through some of the comments cuz some of the I'm comments still are like adding from that fucking text. race dude yeah that's so just wild one guy says it gets crazier you neglected to mention the one water stop was an intentional design choice and not a lack of oversight like so they could have put more but they only put one the the yeah, apparently tough. the the director of the race wanted to test his theory on purposeful dehydration during a marathon on unpaved roads while it was 90 degrees fahrenheit outside <laughs> So what was this? 1904, you said. This was 1904. Yep. What a crazy fucking time. Yeah. Uh, you ready to go to the next event? I'm almost scared to. I think I think there's so that. many here that honestly we could probably just do like you know maybe like five and then save it save it for another day because like I think that's exactly th- this would be a good do. thing to just bring up every every episode or just read a couple. These are awesome. All right. So the next one is the Toronto Circus Riot of 1855. Are you familiar? The Toronto Circus Riot. (laughs) No, I'm uh, not familiar with the Toronto Circus Riot. (laughs) Let me fill you in. The fire department and some clowns get into a disagreement at a whorehouse and get into a punch-up. The clowns uh-huh. win, but the firemen return to the circus later and start attacking in revenge. <laughs> the firemen win they the came day. Back. <laughs> yep. The firemen win the day, but violence is stopped when the militia come in. The police do nothing, so the city fires all the police, and I mean everyone, and starts a new police force. Okay. So, so clowns versus firemen, and then the police all get fired because they, they didn't do anything. So I guess you could say the police were really the fired men. Wow, aren't you so clever? Did All you right. hear about the uh, Did you hear about the circus fire? No, it was intense. You, you get it? I do. I get it. Because because like tense, like a circus tense, it was intense. You're lucky I didn't decide to do r slash jokes today. Anyway, oh, this this Come is on. this one is probably my favorite one that I've read. I haven't read all of these. I've only skimmed through it, but like this one, I actually read, and it's probably my favorite one. This is what made me save this uh, page to like bring it up on the podcast. So, okay, b- b- back in the nineteen seven, not the seventeen eighties. Sorry. Uh, after being elected president, George Washington decided to send a letter to Congress that basically said, hey, looking forward to working with you all. This will be exciting. However, George wasn't that eloquent and generally was busy and stressed, so he asked James Madison to compose the letter, which he did. 
When Congress received the letter, they decided to respond uh, in kind, not wanting to slight the new president. They wanted to send back a letter that essentially said, we're glad you're excited, so are we. They decided there was no one better in Congress to write the letter <laughs> than James Madison. It so was James, just him writing letters to himself. Oh. So James writes a response to the letter he wrote in the first place, and Congress sends it to George. George decided to respond with something along the lines of, oh good, I'm excited that you're excited too. And since his buddy James did such an excellent job with the first letter, he again went to him and had him compose the response. So Congress received the letter and again, not wanting to be awkward and ignore the president, decided to reply with another letter that said, hey, we're excited that you're excited that we're excited. And once again, they had James Madison compose the response. So, okay. James That's... Madison... The future fourth president of the United States wound up writing himself four letters back and forth between George Washington and Congress and was too embarrassed to tell anyone about it while it was going on. Okay, but that's adorable. I I, I love that story. That's really funny. That's adorable. Yeah. I but, I am officially the biggest fan of James Madison in the world. Poor Angel. Poor Angel had to write letters to himself. Didn't want to tell anyone. Poor Angel. Aw, what a yeah. guy. I hope he's doing okay. <laughs> Me too. I hate to break okay, that though. That was something a really bad happens to No, he's cool. Right. That was a really funny one. Juan Pujol Garcia. You familiar? I'm familiar with Albert Pujols, who's a baseball player. All right. Well, this is a World War II spy who won both the German Iron Cross and Order of the British Empire uh, for spying. He initially Was approached. He... Okay. What? No, no. Go ahead. He initially approached British intelligence and offered his services and was refused. Undeterred, he created the persona of a loyal Nazi supporter, became a German agent, gathered a payroll of fake sub-agents, all bankrolled by Germany, persuaded the German Navy to choose a or to chase a fake convoy, and then finally got recruited by the Allies. He finally fed misleading info to the Axis about the D-Day landings, causing him to deploy, deploy forces to the wrong locations, even after the invasion had begun. Huh. So, pretty good spy. What was his name again? Juan Pujols? Juan Pujol Garcia. Thank uh, you, Juan Pujol Garcia. There's also more to that one. Uh, on occasion, he had to invent reasons why his agents had failed to report easily available information that the Germans would eventually know about. For example, he reported that his fabricated Liverpool agent had fallen ill just before a major fleet movement from that port, and so was unable to report the event. To support this story, the agent eventually died and an obituary was placed in the local newspaper as further evidence to convince the Germans. The Germans were also persuaded to pay a pension to the agent's widow. So he did he actually die? So no, so basically he was pretending to be like a German officer basically. No, and no, I got that, but the 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 guy Garcia? in Liverpool. Oh. No, he, he um was the guy No, in it, it's his fake agent. Person? So he's not he's not real. Oh. That's his like, okay. persona. Okay, see now that's that's a really great story. That's a good story too. So these this are per, great this stories. I'm glad you real. found these. He's pretending that died. What a dude! What a guy! Yeah. And apparently, the Germans paid Pujol uh, three hundred forty thousand U.S. dollars to support his network's ne network of agents, which was twenty-seven fabricated characters. None of them were real. Wow! He, he just made this entire like circus of fake 
fake agents Dude, good, the Germans We probably them. wouldn't have won the war without that guy. Maybe not. Thank you, Juan Pujols Garcia. Yeah. And kind of related to World War II, the next one is Hitler, Tito, Stalin, Trotsky, and Sigmund Freud were all living in the same Vienna neighborhood in 1913. I actually knew that one. Yeah. And uh, it was actually a rather small neighborhood. It wasn't like a it wasn't like a big city. It was actually like a rather small neighborhood. I actually knew that. Yeah, that's all right. That's, that, we that's gotta, to me. We got to hang on to the rest of these for next time because they're just blowing my mind, and we need oh, yeah, to get through all they're of good. these. They're good. They're good. So yeah, we hit five. That's that's good. We'll we'll we'll, we'll come back to it, and I'm sure we'll run on. We'll we'll get to a point when they're not that good, and we can find different sources for stuff like this because there's a lot of examples of this elsewhere too. I'm just wow. That, I really am mouth agape um, about Juan Pujols. And he was like, yeah, check out this guy's dead widow. Oh, just kidding. The guy doesn't even fucking exist. Neither does his widow. Now give me money. <laughs> yep. Wow. Yeah, that's good stuff. All righty, sir. It was really a pleasure talking to you today. These were great stores. I'm really... Really glad you found these. These are very good ones. Yeah, they uh, uh, no problem. Anything for the audience? I'm sure they enjoyed it as well. Uh, let us know though. <laughs> maybe you don't. Maybe you do. Got any questions, comments for us? We got an email. We got YouTube comment section. Feel free to reach out to us. Uh, Drunken Atheist Podcast at gmail.com. We're all yep. We're on Spotify. All that jazz. Um, hope you guys are having a good week. Um, only a little bit longer in this year. Hopefully it's better next year because, you know, it's not been too great the past couple of years overall, but we'll see. Daily affirmations. That's all we got left nowadays. True. All right, True. people. Thank you so much for listening as usual. Hope to see you again next week. And remember, if you are asked to run a marathon in St. Louis, Missouri in 1904, don't do it. <laughs> Yeah, and if anybody offers you alcohol and rat poison, don't drink it. And if you are going to run the marathon, get a car. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the best takeaway from that story. Uh, and don't eat right. rotten apples and take naps on the side of the road. True. Anyway, thank you very much. Until next time, give us the all countdown, right. Jack. Three, two, one, goodbye.